Hi, I'm the Reverend Graham Taylor and I'm Minister of St Luke's Church in Broughty Ferry in Scotland. Today we're going to think about how Christ not just sees us, but changes us. Let me read to you now from the Gospel of John, chapter 9, verses 1 to 12. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents? that he was born blind. Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus, but this happened so that the work of God might be displayed in his life. As long as it is day, we must do the work of him who sent me. Night is coming, when no one can work. While I am the world, I am the light of the world. Having said this, he spat on the ground, made some mud with saliva, and put it on the man's eyes. Go, he told them, wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. So the man went and washed and came home seeing. His neighbours and those who had formerly seen him begging asked, Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg? Some claimed that he was. Others said, No, he only looks like him. But he himself insisted, I am the man. How then are your eyes open? they demanded. He replied, The man that they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash. So I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man? they asked him. I don't know, he said. I was watching a documentary recently about Balmoral Castle, which is the home of Queen Elizabeth. In it they claim that the Queen loved to go for long country walks, accompanied only by her detective. One day they met some foreign tourists. Obviously not recognising they're speaking to, one asked, doesn't the Queen live somewhere here? After the Queen affirmed their fact, they asked, have you ever met the Queen? No, she said sadly, but turning to the detective, she quipped brightly, but he has. The point I'd like to make with this story is that we cannot truly see one person in our lives, and that is ourselves. Of course we can look in the mirror or see a video clip, but that tells us very little. We can listen to what others think of us, yet that is often unreliable, if not dangerous. In fact, I suspect that many young people get great grief from social media because they believe what they read or see there. So how then are we to gain the gift that the famous Scottish poet Rabbi Burns talked of? Wad some power, the gift to gi us, to see ourselves as others see us. Well, the answer lies at the heart of our Bible text for today. Since I think with a more enlightened theology, we can reject the idea of any congenital illness being God's punishment for a misdemeanour. But we accept the idea of having our eyes opened by an encounter with Christ. We can perceive ourselves as we really are through an encounter with Christ. Or of most value, we can come to terms with the deepest pits and the loftiest glories of our character because of an encounter with Christ. Since it's in him alone, we can see our life, our life in all its pool. 
Yet there's a bit of a mystery in our story of Christ curing the blind man. Since after he receives the gift of sight, he seemed altered. He was hard to recognise. He appeared radically different. For neighbours and passerbys alike asked, Is this the same man? Some go as far as to suggest it's his twin brother. A bit like when people came up to the late Professor Stephen Hawking and asked, Was he really the brilliant astrophysicist? Which he replied, Oh no, that's my twin brother. He's much better looking. And this argument, made in John, is of crucial importance. For through Jesus, we can see ourselves as others do. We may even perceive what we could be like in his perfecting mirror. That's a long way from being that better twin. In fact, if there was no route to becoming our improved self, then our restored vision would be more of a curse than a blessing. However, when we choose to go on meeting Jesus in scripture and in prayer and silence, we are cured, not just in vision, but in action as well. We are indeed empowered to change so that our mirror image is brighter. Put directly, when Christ cures, it's not just our eyes that improves, but our whole being. Something of this can be seen in the life of the famous hymn writer John Newton. Now he was press ganged into the Royal Navy at a very, a very young age. He led a turbulent, even violent life until a vicious storm off Ireland. And then he had an immediate conversion to Christianity. Nevertheless, he did continue his profligate ways, even becoming a captain of a slave ship. Here serious illness intervened. And this time he turned back fully to Jesus. The result was he eventually became an ordained Anglican clergyman. And I have to admit that the hymn Amazing Grace is not my favourite. Yet its words continue to touch the hearts of millions every year. Moreover, Newton became an ardent abolitionist. And so with his ally William Wilberforce, he lived to see the passing of the British Slave Trade Act in 1807. Here then was a man who encountered a God who cured his blindness, made him see his inherent greatness, and then encouraged him over long years to become a reformed and reforming personality. Karl Barth is one of the 20th century's most eminent theologians, and he was on a tram one day in Basel in Switzerland, where he lived in Nightshirt. A visitor to the city clambered on board and sat down beside Barth, the two men started chatting. Are you new to the city, Bart inquired. Yes, said the tourist. Is there anything or anyone you would particularly like to see? Asked Bart. Yes, he said. I'd love to meet the famous Karl Bart. Do you know him? Bart replied, well, as a matter of fact, I do. I give him a shave every morning. The tourist left the tram delighted, returned to his hotel and said to anyone he met, I met Carol Bart's barber today. Let us not make the same mistake. Let us ask Christ to cure our blindness. Let us see ourselves as we really are. Yet let us also see our potential greatness as well. Moreover, let us see the towering figure God wants us to be and become it. Since then alone will we understand John Newton's lyric from Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace, 
how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see. Amen, and thank you for listening.